It's time for the show that brings the magic right to your speakers. Ears up! Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Ears Up Podcast. Here we go on uh, July 9th, 2020, or the Forever Night, I think is what this year is going to be known as from now on. (laughs) Um, yes, it's basically it's the year that never ends, which is I don't know. It's fine, I guess. Oop, that was a bad fade out. It's almost like every month that never ends. Yeah, pretty much. It is hard to imagine that it, that we would ever make it to July. To be completely honest, <laughs> because of because of COVID <laughs> or yeah, just the lockdown. Because like I don't know, just just figuring out what's happening in 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 your life month to month. You're like, God, April is never going to end. Yeah. And then suddenly you look and it's July. You're like, oh, okay. Well, I guess time does actually still continue to move. I'm scared. March lasted for eight years, April for nine, and then <laughs> it really June is. was flu. It really is that. Yeah. And June was just like. Yeah, it was real fast. It really is that scene in The Jerk where he's like, the first day felt just like a day, but the second day felt like two days. <laughs> and then the, by the third day was a week. And the fourth day was just a day because you were visiting your parents. But the fifth day. <laughs> I just remember in March or like April when they extended it. Remember, it was like 15 days to flatten the curve. And then they like extended it. They were like, well, we're going to add another 15. Yeah. And then it was like rumblings like, <laughs> this could go till June, guys. And I was like, I, I was like, I can't do June. And like, <laughs> in the of July. <laughs> yeah. Jeremy hibernated we- in the Hamptons for June. I know. Dang, girl. <laughs> I, I did. I, took, I got the. Got out of here. There you go. Well, good riddance. Good job. Yeah. Uh, We have a good show for you guys today. Jeremy is on, of course, obviously, because he's going to be telling us uh, things to do at the Disney resorts without actually going into the parks, which is sort of timely, um, especially with Disney World opening here, what, next week, I think, right? Um, You're probably going to be spending more time at the resorts, I would imagine, or at the hotels, I would imagine, than... The resort because not everything's going to be open, or I actually don't really know. So we'll get I into that. Disney World opened today. Uh-uh. I don't think so. Did it? Yeah, oh, yeah. you did. Yeah. You're right. Today. I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah. I don't know. Look, who can keep track? <laughs> it's not like you have a Disney podcast. No, who cares <laughs> anymore? And you know, look. In my defense, it's a Disneyland podcast. True. I'm just. I'm still figuring out that Disney World is in this country. Ah. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get into all that, Jeremy, I apologize. We have Tracy Timmer on the line from the Walt Disney Family Museum. If you remember, we had Tracy on a little bit ago to uh, talk about the Happily Ever After Hours uh, virtual series of talks they were doing. Uh, So Tracy was kind enough to join us tonight to talk a little bit about something else that's happening at the museum. Tracy, how are you doing? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Perfect. Yeah, thanks for getting on. I, uh, I appreciate you spending some time with us. Yeah, no worries. So I read uh, recently that you guys have a brand new app. The Walt Disney yeah, Family Museum mobile app. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah. So um, it's kind of been my my pet project for the last two years. <laughs> We've been working on it. Nice. Um, but it's, uh, it actually couldn't have come out at, at a better time with um, the closure and COVID. Um, so it's uh, a new interactive app, and um, it includes kind of the basics like um, – translated audio guides. So um, we previously had six languages in our audio guide, and now we've added 
six more. So we have 12 languages that we now offer for our galleries, including American Sign Language. Oh, wow. Um, oh, and we also really wanted cool. to use the app as a way to make the museum um, a lot more accessible for people with disabilities. So um, probably the thing that I'm most proud of with the app is um, our audio describe tour. Uh, so it's a tour through the galleries uh, for people with blindness and low vision. So it explains um, what a lot of our visual pieces are um, for people that might not be able to see. Um, and it also, you know, explains where barriers are that you might run into or where stairs are. Um, and it really takes you through the galleries step by step. Um, so we have added that and we've also added things like um, we're going to have scavenger hunts and, you know, more kind of fun activities for kids um, once we reopen. <laughs> um, for the time being during COVID, um, it's actually worked out really well because we put um, a virtual tour on there. So uh, if you're stuck at home and missing the museum or maybe if you live far away and have never had a chance to get to the museum, um, you can actually experience the museum virtually with our new virtual tour. Wow. Um, and we've also added um, our virtual exhibition, which is uh, a new, th a brand new thing that we've we have done uh, since our closure, um, where we actually have put art from the community that people have submitted um, into our um, uh, a 3D version of our special exhibition. Um, so you can actually walk through that gallery and see the art uh, that people have submitted on the walls, wow. uh, which is really cool. It's called The World of Tomorrow, and the theme is uh, Your Vision for Tomorrow. How do you, sub um, how do you so submit? Because I'm, um, I'm something of an artist myself, so uh, <laughs> not really. But. <laughs> so we, the clo it's, it's already closed. It's already, the exhibition is done, but we okay. do hope to have more in the future. So you have to stay tuned for that. Okay. I like that. That's really cool. Getting Because you, you guys are very <laughs> tied into the community, but uh, I feel like giving not only people a, a, essentially a free virtual tour, tour of the museum, but something else to sort of tie them in with the greater art community. I, I think it's a, a natural fit. Yeah, it's it's been really fun. And it's like I said, it's kind of the, the perfect time for us to release this app yeah. um, during this time when we're closed. So it gives you a way to experience the museum without actually having to be there. And it'll continue, you know, even once it's open, there's probably a lot of people that won't feel safe coming into a museum and there's just can still experience it at home. So. That's me, 100%. Uh, so you go yeah. <laughs> to just uh, the Apple or Google Play uh, app stores and you search WDFM. Is that, did I got yep. that right? Okay. WDFM or the Walt Disney Family Museum, either way, it'll, it'll come up. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. I think that's cool. And then the, the main thing I want to talk to you about is what you guys are doing for Disneyland's 65th anniversary, which is uh, on July 17th, apparently. So what is that, next Friday? Yeah. Yes, it is so. next Friday. It came up really quick. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so we just announced this today. Um, and uh, we've planned basically a full day of virtual schedule, uh, virtual offerings. Um, so it is kind of in line with our happily ever after hours, except it's going to be all day. <laughs> um, so we're starting off, we're kicking it off with... Um, Camille Dixon and Bill Rogers, who um, are the voices of Disneyland and California Adventure, oh, respectively. Wow. Um, and uh, we've worked with them on a few things over the years, and they're just wonderful people. Um, so they're going to be um, reading questions that people can submit. You can submit this through our website. 
um, if you go to the event page on our website. Um, and uh, people are submitting their memories of their favorite memories from Disneyland. Um, and Bill and Camille are going to read it out loud. They're also going to be taking some Q&A and whatnot, and they might have a couple special surprises up their sleeve as well. Um, so we're kicking off the day with that at noon, and then we're following that with um, a production of Disneyland home movies that were taken from opening day. Um, they're color home videos, and it's actually from the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences archive. Oh, okay. And Robbie... Uh, and Randy, uh, sorry, Randy Haberkamp uh, is going to be presenting it. He works for the Academy, and he actually did a program on this uh, with us back in October, which feels like ages ago now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that should be, it's a really amazing footage. I've seen it a few times now, and it's, it's really cool to see opening day in color like that. Um, because even, you know, a lot of the videos we see of Walt on opening day are in black and white. Mm-hmm. So, um after that, we have um, a spotlight talk uh, with one of our staff members, Chris Mullen, who's an amazing um, storyteller. And he's going to be giving um, a spotlight talk uh, on our Disneyland model that you see. Uh, it's one of our last oh. galleries in the museum. And it's uh, the Disneyland of Walt's imagination, we call it. And if you've been to the museum, I'm sure you know it well. Um, but it was a model, a scale model that was made specifically for the museum. So he'll be giving a talk on that. And then um, after that, we'll have some fun Disneyland trivia, which I'm sure a lot of people will get very competitive about. <laughs> Already, I'm going to win. And, I just know. It. Yeah. <laughs> um, after that, we have, um, we're replaying our first ever Happily Ever After Hours, which was with Disney legend and Imagineer Bob Kerr. Oh, man. Um, so you may have caught that, but a lot of people didn't know about our Happily Ever After Hours in the, in the very beginning. So we're hoping... People who didn't get to catch it then could see it now. Yeah. And, of course, Bob Gurr. No one knows more about Disneyland than, than Bob Gurr. Yeah. So. Oh, my Gurd. <laughs> Gurr, because it's... Okay. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and then um, after that, we are doing uh, a Happily Ever After Hours with Imagineer Chris Crump. Um, and he is also Rolly Crump's Rolly son. Rolly Crump's son, um, right, right. Yeah, so he's he. We've had him also before for a program, and he has done some amazing work at Disneyland. Of course, he's going to be talking about working with his dad and uh, his dad's history as well. Um, so that should be a lot of fun. And then we're finishing it off with a very special announcement. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Uh, we're keeping it a surprise for right now, but you'll you'll want to hear what it is. Um, and, of course, this is a very long day. I realize that it's noon to five, <laughs> five hours long, so we are going to be replaying this afterwards. Oh, uh, but the great thing about it is it's totally free. You can watch it on our Facebook page, um, and uh, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're really excited. Yeah, that sounds, I mean, that sounds excellent. I would love to talk to Chris. His dad, that Rolly Crump show that we did is still, like, my favorite show because he knew how to tell a story, and mm-hmm. and if if Chris is anything like his dad, that's gonna that's got to be a great that's oh, got to be a great little uh, yeah. thing. Wow, <laughs> yeah, he's a lot of fun, and, and so is Rolly. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, Rolly's a kick in the pants, man. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to sign up or anything, or you just you just log on to Facebook and and you can anybody can watch it. Yeah, anyone can watch it. We're not doing uh, signups like we we normally would. Um, for our Happily Ever After Hours. It's just going to be up on our social media. Um, so anyone can join in. 
Cool. Excellent. Cool. How are the uh, happily ever after hours going? People uh, seem they've to be been great. Yeah. Yeah, they've um, it's they've really taken off. Um, you know, we kind of have found our stride over the last however many months now. <laughs> um, and we've gotten some really amazing guests, and yeah. we're not stopping anytime soon. We're going to keep going Good. for as long as we can. So, yeah, they've been really great. I think they're cool. Uh, I've, I've seen the one. You guys were super kind enough to uh, send me the link for the Dave Goals talk. And I mm-hmm. lost my mind. I lost my mind sitting there watching this talk uh, because you, when when Dave's talking, you know, he's the voice of, of the great Gonzo and a bunch of other people. And he, sometimes he, he sort of like, I don't know how much of Gonzo slips into how he talks or vice versa, <laughs> but you can sort of hear him when he puts emphasis on words. You're like, that's a, that's Gonzo. Talk. You're listening to Gonzo <laughs> talk. And it just, it tripped me out, man. I, I was, uh, it was really, really yeah. cool. Uh, and I think you guys did a great job with that. And, uh, you know, just listening to him talk about, uh, working with Jim Henson and dipping in and out of his career with the, you know, these stories. And it was just, that was really awesome. So, uh, thank you very much for, for allowing me to, uh, I don't know, just geek out. (laughs) Glad you enjoyed it. Uh, Dave is, is, we love Dave. He's the best. He's very supportive of of the museum. And like you said, it's kind of, it's like trippy talking to him sometimes (laughs) because, like talking to Gonzo. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, it was excellent. It was very good. So if you guys haven't caught any of these, uh, definitely check it out. Go to waltdisney.org, sign up for the newsletter, uh, get involved, uh, download the app, take the tour. If you, especially, uh, if you've never been to the museum before, it's, it's hard to describe. Of course, Terrence and I went there and shot a little video. So maybe you've, you've seen that it's on our YouTube page, but, uh, uh, you got to check the museum out. It, it, it's it's amazing. It's good stuff. Uh, Tracy, thanks a lot for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. All right, we'll Bye-bye. talk. We'll talk to you. Bye. That sounds cool. That's yeah. a good. Uh, I wish I could just sit and watch five hours of it straight. Like I don't really want to watch it in segments. Like <laughs> like because I, I obviously won't be able to. But yeah. like that sounds awesome. I can't wait to see the. Uh, the footage of opening day in color, like that's a trip. Yeah, that'll be cool. Well, they caught my eye because I was flicking through Insta today, Ooh. and uh, they posted a, the. I follow the the Walt Disney Family Family Museum on Insta, of course. Of course. And uh, they had a really beautiful picture, and it was like of the Disneyland, you know, the model that they have there. Yeah. Um, and it just was like lit up. It looked awesome. And I was like, oh, what's this? So that's, I actually, before I even knew that she was coming on, I saw that earlier and I was like, this is amazing. So I will be downloading and watching. Yes. It's a great model. That's a hundred percent. All right. Yeah. Let's get back to the top of the show here, everybody. And, uh, uh, thanks a lot again to Tracy and the Walt Disney Family Museum for coming on and chatting us up here a little bit. Uh, follow us on social media. I don't know why I'm screaming at you, but I'm doing it. <laughs> Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, any feedback on the show or just anything in general goes to Taryn at EarsUp-Podcast.com. Show suggestions or guest bookings, or uh, if you're, especially if you're uh, Dave Goals and you want to be on the show, uh, email Terrence at EarsUp-Podcast.com. You can say hi, hi to Bev and anything else to me, Jason, earsup blah 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 And before we get to feedback... Concy Ears is there for you, everybody. Apparently, I didn't know this. I don't know if anybody else knew this. Walt Disneyland <laughs> open. Walt Disney World opened today. Walt Disney World Land opened. Yeah, it opened today. So um, if you're trying to get there, concierge.com. That's the only way to go. It That's really how is. you buy tickets. That's how you get in. Especially now, like with everything being so confusing. 
Like, is it open? I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. You should have talked yep. to concierge earlier today. <laughs> well, two of the parks are open today. Not not all four. Not all four. Okay. Which so is, today which was is Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom. And then on the 15th, I believe, is Epcot and Hollywood Studios. So they're phasing it in. Okay. But you've been able to stay at those resorts for a few weeks now. I had friends who were staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge last weekend. To do what, just to so stay the, without to, going to Disneyland, you know what they're going to find girl? out what they could have done tonight. <laughs> God a week bless. early, yeah. Well played. Well, uh, concierge.com, check it out. Uh, they not only will help you buy tickets, but they'll help you plan your vacation. They will do things for you like uh, booking hotel reservations, booking uh, you know, food reservations if that's a thing. I don't even know anymore. They will know. So check them out, concierge.com. They have supported this show through the lockdown, and I, I really, really appreciate it. They didn't have to, uh, but they did. Um, and so please repay their kindness and uh, use them as a service whenever you go to any of the Disney vacations. Uh, once cruise lines open up or anything else like that, concierge.com. All right, Taryn, do we have feedback? We do. Okay. Um, but I, I, since I have the mic, um, Bev, did you? You've always had a mic. Yeah, but now it's my turn to talk. Oh god. Um, Bev, are you blonde now? <laughs> I'm blonde now. What? <laughs> that's the, that's two against you, Jason. Keep in I mind number one, this is a today. podcast. It looks Actually, so good. Yeah, okay. Thank but you. I've it never looks more seen fun. you like <laughs> Apparently they have more fun. We'll find out. You, you guys should have your it own show I love if it. you want to talk about it. Cuz like I came on and I was like, "Oh, eh, I didn't even say anything." And the first literally the first thing Jeremy says goes, "Did you get your hair done?" And I'm like, <laughs> cares well it looks shorter what do you mean who cares she looks so it like it's a it's a, a Jason big said it looks longer <laughs> you know that you saw it i asked her she you... got extensions <laughs> oh my god because i'm like it looks long i don't know i mean i guess you haven't seen bev in a while but geez you yeah it, it's like so that. noticeable but i really like it i love it right. i think it looks Thank great you. it's very yeah. summery does she like it or does she love it let's I find out I, let's I, find out later let's save that I, let's I, table that for the end of the show as exciting as it is. Let's do some yes. feedback, Taryn. What do you think? Yes. As exciting as it is. <laughs> Man, I'm about ready to have another beer. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. Okay. When's Jason? Uh, this is from Parker. Parker? Dear Ears Up team. First off, hi, Bev. Hi. I hope you are well. I am. Uh, That's good. Yeah, well. Uh, and blonde. And rest- I hope you're blonde. <laughs> hi, Bev. I hope you're blonde. Parker, how did you know? <laughs> For the rest of you, note, this is mostly sarcastic rage. We do love you guys. Okay. Uh-oh. You are all dead wrong about Princess and the Frog. Uh-oh, here it comes. Tiana was one of the first princesses of the New Age who worked hard to achieve her goals. Was there magic along the way? Of course there was. It's a freaking Disney movie. Mm-hmm. Tiana represents the modern woman, hardworking, independent, self-confident, and a darn good singer. Oh, by the way, her dad died, too. It's a critical point to the whole story, which is. is just as important as some other princesses' stories. Cough, Cinderella, cough. Also, the music is incredible. You are entitled to your opinion, no. but you're all wrong. Yeah. We are bummed uh, they are changing Splash Mountain, as this is our all-time favorite ride. If they're going to change it, though, this is the absolute best choice. It's basically in New Orleans Square. It has great music, and it's a... Uh, and is a ride for a great underappreciated princess. All that being said, love you guys and love the podcast. You've kept the magic alive in the worst year of all time. 
<laughs> See you in the parks if the Rona ever ends. Parker and Christine. Nice. P.S. Bye, Bev. <laughs> bye. Wow, oh, I that like the, the bye. That's the first. That's the first bye, Bev. Officially on our yeah. timeline. Um, Parker, uh, there's more. Oh, uh, P.S.S. Taryn, great job on the history of Thunder Mountain. Thank you. P.S.S. More Jeremy is always a good thing. <laughs> Agreed. And P.S.S.S. No one ever. <laughs> it's fun to watch you guys on YouTube from home and get a little taste of your homes. Nice. Aww. In a creepy I still way. Ears up, cribs. That's done. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, dog. Um, oh my god, we should do that. That'd be hilarious. Ours is just a mess. I'm thinking. So I'm thinking about doing some. That, that's actually a very good idea. Yeah. I got some ideas, and that's a good one. Um, my video would be 30 seconds long. Like, here's my house. There's my house. <laughs> um, Parker, I don't know how you can say the music is very good. That Randy Newman man, he can really, he can really light something on fire and throw it in a dumpster. Are you sure it's Randy Newman who does the music for that movie? One hundred. I looked it, it up. It is. And also, he has like his voice is very uh, specific. He's toy. He's Toy Story. He's Toy, he's toy Story. Story. Stick to Toy Story. You got a friend me. He's great on Toy Story. Well, that's Story. not a good song. Yeah, that is. That's an amazing song, Jeremy. Oh, <laughs> my heart broke. Um, yeah. So anyway, there you go. Um, anything else for for feedback? For yes. Uh, this next one is is quite short, but it's from Nick. Uh, hey, just wanted to say I love the Big Thunder episode. I'm a big fan of the history episodes where you dig and find all the juicy details. Keep up the great work. Thanks, Nick. Yeah, Nick, thanks. I, I specifically chose only the feedback that gave me praise. Oh, so, yeah. That's wise. Thank you. Yeah. I thought yeah. so, too. <laughs> yeah. I know how that, I know how that feels. <laughs> anyway, that's it for feedback. Thank you all for writing in. All right. There uh, actually, I'm sorry. I apologize. There wow. is there is one more feedback, but I'm saving it till when Terrence is here because it was specifically um, asked of Terrence. Um, I feel like okay. Well, so let's address. Terrence had uh, an emergency come up today, so he's not here on the show. That's why every, people in the chat have been asking, or I think one person that Terrence probably paid to ask. Uh, it's probably why Terrence he's not here right now, but. Um, <laughs> No, we miss Terrence, of course. But I also feel like, you know what? If he can't be here, then he doesn't get to hear his feedback. But it's a, it's somebody asking an opinion of Terrence. Oh, okay. I feel like it's not fair. Right. <laughs> what is it? And we could guess and see what he says. <laughs> no, no. Let's just okay. wait. All right. That's fine. We'll wait. Party pooper. Thank you. Um, if you want to support the show, please go to Etsy.com slash shop slash coveyors. They are still, our printer still will not let me add new shirts and they are still like 28 business days to ship stuff but they are shipping so you will get your shirt eventually now maybe you should probably transition to hoodies and sweatshirts <laughs> because you'll probably get them by october right um but anyway so check that out i have a couple shirt ideas that i'm just waiting to be able to add shirts back to so um, i appreciate it but the absolute best way to support the show patreon.com slash ears up become a patreon supporter um i think you can actually just donate whatever you want um but as at at five bucks a month you get access to the secret show so here's what patreon will do for you okay here's Ooh. here's what you support with your your sponsorship dollars go to promote a variety of shows across the ears up podcasting network thank you um <laughs> ears up of course 
in depth with Jeremy and myself, which we have to do next week. Jer, we got to do it. We got to do it. Um, it goes to support the Bantha Milk podcast. Go to BanthaMilk.com. Those boys over there, uh, some of your money goes to getting them new microphones and working on uh, some sort of production values and kind of helping them out, too, because they're good dudes. Um, it goes to the Supreme Resort. They're doing well over there. It goes to uh, now is something called Scraping the Vault. So they had Cash Grab for a bit, and that was just on the Supreme Resort feed with Jimmy and Dan and their friend Audrey. And it's a cool show where they review um, direct-to-video Disney releases. Okay. And it's fun. Yeah. And so they strong-armed me into uh, agreeing to split it out and have its own feed. Oh. Yeah. So okay. it's, That show sounds pretty cool, actually, though. It, it, it does sound cool. It was called Cash Grab, but they saw some random podcast have it, and they all freaked out, and they decided they needed to rebrand <laughs> and change a thing, and then they told me after the fact, and I'm like, you guys did not need to do this, but that's fine. <laughs> Scraping the vault, it totally works, too. Um, that should be all dropping on July 25th, so we'll be, there will be a brand new feed for everybody to, to tackle in their podcast, Catching Apps. Um, so it's another mouth for me to feed, but... That's what you are uh, supporting. So you're supporting, what is that, 12 shows, it feels like? That's a lot. That's a, a lot whole, of content. A whole bunch of stuff. So um, even if the rewards, even if you're not like really cool on the rewards or you don't care or whatever, supporting the show monetarily means that we can keep doing this kind of stuff. So uh, I really appreciate it. Everybody really appreciates it. My goal with doing this is to be able to pay everybody. Yeah. I'm not there yet. But most of us are getting paid, and I really appreciate that. So if you want to keep uh, these shows alive and, and, and help us out, uh, please join Patreon.com uh, slash Yes, Beverly. What happened to Sabres and Superpowers? <laughs> um, it's the same thing. Anthony, so Anthony, the man. Anthony works for a video game designer. Um, I guess I could say Crystal Dynamics, whatever. No one cares. But they are in the middle of releasing a video game, like a Marvel uh, Avengers video game. And um, so since he works, since his company has a contract with Disney, he can't talk about Marvel at all without submitting a, like a literal script, like word for word. They want to know what he says because they're concerned that he's going to be leaking information on the game. So they just, they have, anyway, so that's kind of gone. It might come back, but now that we have Bantha Milk, I don't think we need another Star Wars podcast, but I'm not going to like throw my nephew out in the cold. So if he wants to come back um, after the game is released and he can talk about it a little more freely, you know, then it'll come back, but I don't know. That I either. just had an idea. They could record and then somebody could um, do the transcript and then send that and just not release it until they say it's okay. Yeah, so Jason, after you're done editing the show, <laughs> It'll get be on easy. your typewriter and get, you know, uh, pound that out. Let's yeah. go. You got time. I don't know why I didn't think about that. Oh, wait. Right. No, the, honestly, you could hire a stenographer. Um, there are podcast uh, transcription services, but they're like 100 bucks a show. And I've thought about it for just our show because some people might care. Um, it's not a bad idea, but I don't think Anthony even has the time. Actually, he sent me all of the podcast stuff so I can like distribute it out to everybody else. Well, and also knowing um, Anthony, they would see the script and be like, no. Yeah. And then it would just be a waste. I mean, he he's not going to talk about it. He doesn't even tell me about the game. That is true. He's and I'm like, what am, gonna, what am I going to do? Who am I going to talk to? 
Who am I going to tell? I love that since we've been doing this show, the people who used to tell you stuff now don't tell you anything. Nobody tells me a <laughs> friggin' thing, man. All yeah. my sources have dried up because they've all got promoted <laughs> or gone on to do better things, and nobody tells me anything anymore because they don't want to get fired. But so I'm like, how do other how do other shows and stupid blogs get information? They make it up. That's how. Speak of me, you're not you're not greasing the wheel. You've got to you're, you've got to foster those relationships. You've got to be taking people out to dinner. You need to be buying drinks. You got to grease them. I'll grease them, all right. Well. But right. you're not planning to leave your house for the next year. Yeah, it's yeah. probably not going to work out in your favor. Can, can somebody else you grease them? Yeah, cook out. Jeremy, go grease everybody for me, please. <laughs> you're the one who goes out. Um, so should we talk about, should we want to get in the show? Should we talk about Downtown Disney real fast? Uh, I don't know. I guess Downtown Disney. I don't know. I don't mean, you have if, like an outline that we follow? Like what? You <laughs> 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 know what? Oh, no. <laughs> We've lost him. <laughs> I didn't realize this is just like ad-libbing. Uh. And, uh... <laughs> Wait, you thought this was like professional? <laughs> oh, he gone. Uh, yeah, no, he gone. He's, really, he's getting another beer. Well, he yeah, already, ob- he, hit it, he dropped that he wanted one earlier. This is his <laughs> exit. That was foreshadowing. <laughs> I see him. I see him lurking. There he is. But I'm not happy about it. <laughs> um... Just do it now, because I think it'll it'll we'll do it it'll go into the topic very well. So t- earlier today, Downtown Disney opened. Okay, it was their grand opening, and Jimmy, the nut of all nuts, <laughs> decided to fly out from Georgia, not to dox him or anything, and attend the opening of Downtown Disney. So we streamed it. So it was me and Jimmy and Dan and Eric from the Supreme Resort. That place was wild, man. I I I. Go look at it. It's on our YouTube page. Um, the whole thing is up there. It was like an hour because we were having a good time co- commenting about it and just basically making fun of Jimmy. At least I was because that's what I do. But um, <laughs> there weren't that. Okay, so this 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 reminded me of of why I want to talk about it. Uh, sites who make stuff up. So someone posted in the Supreme uh-huh. Resort uh, Facebook chat or fa- Facebook group rather um, a screenshot of um, a mice chat update that said. The uh, downtown Disney was packed at 9 a.m. And it literally wasn't. Which I mean, is just about the time that it was, he was It's there. an hour before we went live. And it's literally empty. It's a ghost town. It was not packed. So that's, how, uh, that, that's really why I sort of wanted to start talking about it, just to call out Mice Chat. Again, for just lying, just making stuff up, just being sensationalist because they're just trying to be news. And click, 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 click. It's annoying. Yeah, it's super annoying. But go watch the video. Uh, they literally walked through security. You know, they got their temperature taken, which doesn't do anything. And then they gave their bags to a man, and he had a, a, a face mask on and a face shield on, and he was behind plexiglass. And I'm like, that's the safest job in this entire area. Yeah. You're never sure. going to get breathed on. Um, there were a lot of people obeying the, the six foot social distancing thing. So it was really nice. That was cool. It was comforting to see. But as the place sort of started to, you know, fill up and congeal with people, Jimmy's like, I'm getting brushed by people walking by like it's you know, and he's going, ah, six feet. And he's like trying to like maneuver around everybody, uh, which was also comforting to see because I'm not the only one. Um, but it felt like in lines, it was fine. And they were letting like two groups of people at a time into like the Lego store. So he was like shooting in the Lego store and there's nobody in there. There's like nobody in there. Which by the way, if, very cool. if you're only one of two parties in a store like that, 
how much shopping pressure is that? Like, Bev, I don't know if you've ever gone shopping with Sam, but like, oh my the, god, it's the worst. It's the worst because there's so much pressure to like try stuff Get on really Get fast. In. Oh no, 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 no! I've never gone clothes shopping oh. with Sam because I don't hate myself enough to do that. <laughs> but it would be like that's my but, job. Like honestly, grocery shopping yeah. is like. I need to go in. I need to have a list. I need to know exactly where everything is. I can't look around. No. We're not here to look around. Oh We're my here God. to buy the things on our list and leave. That just like reminded me of like shopping, of grocery shopping with Jason. Cause like I love grocery shopping. I could spend two hours there going down we each aisle. We live parallel lives. <laughs> yeah. And like when Jason's there, he's like, are, are we done? Here's, are we done yet? Here's like, the thing. What else do you need? I'll be in the car. Yeah, when we're control. done, it, when we get from car. this part of the list, to this part of the list, that's when we're done. Sometimes there's not even a list. Sometimes and there might be a detour thing. No, you can't go there without a list. First of all, that's, two things. That's absolutely ridiculous. Two things. Number one, most of the time there's not a list. Number two, I enjoy shopping. I enjoy going grocery shopping by myself. Because the last thing I want to do is follow somebody around not utilizing my big galaxy brain. So when I'm when I'm when I'm alone <laughs> shopping, my brain is so huge. I'm burning all of the calories. I think you mean ego. It's both. <laughs> okay. I think you just mean head. It's so You're huge brain with head <laughs> that I'm looking to like. Okay, this is what I need. I'm thinking about stuff. I'm actively shopping. But with you, I'm pass. Here's a new term: passive shopping. I just coined it. Passive Why? shopping. Why? Why don't you regular shop when I'm there? I don't know. Anyway, so back to downtown Disney. So, <laughs> like, the, no, I'm not stopping you. The, right. <laughs> the line for, well, because you make more money than I do. And so I feel like any spending decisions, I just leave it up to you. You're smarter than that. Does that, does that work? Anyway, uh, the line for, for, for the world of Disney. Okay. So the world of Disney was open. The line extended from the, what like i don't know how to uh let me orient myself from west to east okay so it went from west to east all the way pa- across the entire length of the world of disney past la brea bakery into the esplanade <laughs> made a hard right turn underneath the monorail track and another hard right turn back it was a monstrosity of a line, and these There's people literally nothing were at that store waiting, in that, waiting in that line for. I understand. I know. I don't understand. It blew my mind, and then to the point where they put a sign out and they started collecting a text uh, phone numbers for text messages. So it was a virtual queue at that point because there was too many people in line. So then, once that happened, once everyone got out of line because they already had a spot locked in, they went and waited in other lines or. You, you've been in downtown Disney, both of you. It, there's a lot of places where it sort of like slims down and then widens out, right? So you're, you're slimming down and you're almost shoulder to shoulder with people, like walking around the Uva bar and stuff. Uh, you know, I even told Jimmy, he's like, yeah, it's a good thing you're going down the, the, the smallest part of the <laughs> area with the most people in it. So already I'm like, they need to stop. It's been open for half an hour. They need to stop letting people in. There's too many people. Yeah. And I freaked out. Anyway, check it out. It's fun. Sounds like a blast. (laughs) (laughs) Listening to you have a panic attack sounds amazing. I would never go. I just, I wouldn't do it. Like they, and uh, to everybody's credit, in the lines, they were six feet or more away. Um, And uh, everyone was wearing masks and nobody was really crowding everybody. But it's just the amount of people in the walkways bothered me. And I, you put that into the parks and you multiply that by a thousand. It's just, I don't know, man. I don't, eh. Those hotels aren't open, right? Uh, not, not in yet. Disneyland, no. Yeah. 
Anyway, um, you know what else is a blast, though? The 21st Amendment. They have been serving craft beer in the San Francisco Bay Area for 19 years. From their initial brew pub on 2nd Street, which is two blocks from Giant Stadium. As soon as baseball opens, you guys go check that out. If you're any sort of baseball fan and you come into town for a Giants game and you don't go to the 21st Amendment after the game or before, you're missing out on a good part of sort of baseball culture there. It's a good time. Um, To their production brewery and, and tap room across the Bay and San Leandro, the 21st Amendment is now available in 29 states, including in and around the parks. Next time you're in San Francisco, visit the Brew Pub and shoot over to neighboring San Leandro to check out the new production brewery and tap room for great beers and good food. And be sure to ask for the 21st Amendment wherever you find good craft beer. Jeremy. I'm excited for this show. Are you ready, my friend? Yeah. What to do ready? at the Disney Resorts without going into the parks presented by my personal close friend, Jeremy. We're going to talk about it, but first, wait. We've got to we got to back up. Oh, I can't do that yet. We have oh, new oh, business oh, that we need to address. Oh first. my gosh, new business, uh, Chairman. Is it okay to bring up new business? <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Chairwoman. <laughs> thank you, Presiding Chairwoman. <laughs> now that Disney World has opened today, they've been releasing pictures of. Have you seen this castle? I have. I've no. seen photos. There's a new. There's a new castle yeah. photo. Cinderella Castle, because the 50th is coming up, Disney World's 50th is coming up, they painted it pink. What? They painted it pink and gold. (laughs) No, they didn't. Stop it. I saw a picture from far away, and it seemed like it looked really good. Here's a video. People are, Disney fans aren't all keen on the newly painted Cinderella Castle, but the park says it's still putting finishing touches on the landmark. Oh. Finishing touches? God. It's grotesque. Oh. Is it? Oh, my gosh. I need to see. I need to see. Wow. You know why? It's the blue. The blue is too blue. It's like highlighter blue. The blue is too blue and this, the pink is too pink. The pink like, is okay. I'm th- okay with the this pink. This has got to be Kim That's because you're from Disneyland. No, because the other castle, castle had pink. What? The other one had pink too, didn't it? Didn't it have Our pink before? S- no, I think it was like a taupe color. It wasn't pink. It was oh. really like a gray, white, and, and blue. Yeah. So this is what it was before, Tarrant? <laughs> You can go. Actually, if you just Google Cinderella Castle Disney World, there's ton of side by sides. People are already doing this, but that's that's what it looks like. Oh, whatever, that's what it looked like before. That is a vibrant color change, uh, but okay, it, okay. it's kind of dull. And then some. Ooh, that's not Fox, good. Sorry, that's a Fox News site. Get the get out of here. Go oh, away. you gave them money. I know. I didn't mean to. I really, literally didn't want to do that. Um, <clears throat> but some people have been like on the, the, the photo that people.com have posted. It's definitely changed in, uh, they've definitely yeah, highlighted I the blue. That, yeah. Um, but there's a lot of, it, that looks awful. I don't think it looks that bad. It looks so bad, dude. Well, okay. I'll tell you what. Well, here's the, some of the Instagram. Res- so Disney world posted the pink the, looks a terrible. picture of it. But the, the sorry, but like the 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 stone, on the lower half with the gold and the blue looks great. But the yes, pink, agreed. The, the, pink, the it's pink, like, it's like a mauve. It's Pepto Bismol pink. You're mauve. I like mauve. Your mom is mauve. Mauve, right, is, anyway. mauve is so hot right now. Uh, uh, go ahead, Jeremy. Sorry. Here's some here's some of the commentary on Disney World official Instagram. I love this so much. I live I live for moments like these. <laughs> How much to paint it back to the original color? I'll chip in $5. Amen. Wow. Let's set a GoFundMe. (laughs) And that has 1,300 likes. I mean, it's not like it's got like the people are really – this is and this is every single one. I'm reading in order. Who wants the old castle back? 
a thousand likes. I really prefer the gray and the blue. The pink is like the castle in Disneyland. Oh, Walt Disney is. World is losing its identity, Ooh. which well, is this okay. is my point is Hold the homogenization on. of the parks. Paris's yeah. castle is pink. Disneyland castle is pink. Shanghai. Now Disney World can't like we, we just they have one idea. So they just have to rubber stamp it. Yeah. You don't even need a new idea. You already have a nice castle. Leave it. It was a little um, boring. It was like drab. It was beautiful. It was majestic. <laughs> the thing about the, the Cinderella castle is that it is gothic, uh, neo-gothic architecture. And it soared. Yeah. It replicated cathedrals. It's a cathedral. It's yep. tall, skinny spires yeah. reached for the sky. Uh, it's blue and white color palette emulated the sky. It was heavenly. It was celestial. And now it is a chunky bottle of Pepto-Bismol in the middle of that park. It you're really is. Shaming. Here's another one. <laughs> and Wait. your, IB, your uh, IBS shaming, too. Please, I drink Pepto-Bismol all day. I know exactly what it looks like. <laughs> Give me back my castle. People want to feel at home at Disney World, and this is the color of Sleeping Beauty, not ours. I, I like that one. That was Jeremy oh, Murray. Uh, <laughs> I prefer the original. I miss the original. The blue style was nicer. Does anyone know if they're painting the bottom? Otherwise, no offense, it looks like a train wreck. <laughs> I mean, and they go on and on. Oh, wow. Sometimes I love social media for just... For for that reason. And I wonder if it, it sort of makes me feel that Disney's brand gets more people in between. I mean, you get you get people on either side, right? Or either like super nice or super hateful. But I think the majority of, of, of people who do comment are sort of trying to be fair to Disney. And, but if but if you were going to comment on like a Jamba Juice post or whatever, they would just rip them to shreds. I will say I just looked at the actual photo from the Disney World website and it looks beautiful. So they got the coloring really good or something because I think it looks well, great. I think that we I think you're exactly right, Jeremy. Imagine if they took our castle, our Sleeping Beauty castle and made it gray and gothic. Can, can I can I ask an honest question? Right. Who would ever notice? Oh, uh, oh. My are you bad. kidding me? You, you guys got a new paint job it. last year and everybody was all up and on. Yeah, about. that was everybody was super mad. I didn't notice. So people it. Would, You've talked about it until you just until news articles. Oh, happened. okay. But if but if you stay away from the parks long enough and you go back, I would never notice. That's true. I would never notice. I would go, does this always look that way? Yeah, that's, I mean that's true. Well, so more stupid. to Taryn's point though, the Disney World concept art that they released before they executed this, they they released. They're like, here's what it's gonna look like. And I was like, looks pretty good like all right for the 50th let's do it mm -hmm. but i don't know what happened like did they mix <laughs> the paint wrong or something like it doesn't look like the concept it's way pinker it's way darker it's it, it's not executed very well but do you um, know if you're getting like the real like because you haven't seen it in person yet so exactly like it could, it could just be, be the photo like uh what's the filtered yeah yeah so that's what the, the kids do they filter yeah they filter yeah. that's what i was gonna say it, it there are some sites that are accentuating they're either like upping the contrast and sort of accentuating the balance between the two so who knows what it looks like in in real life well i mean i guess a lot of people do but yeah i, I mean i've seen that i have seen that where it's like okay you obviously upped the saturation as far as far as it'll go but this is disney world's official picture and mm -hmm. 
I've also like you're just seeing a lot of pictures come up because it's the first time everyone saw it. So people are posting this all day long. So I feel like I'm getting a very broad spectrum of what this looks like. And I'm not happy. And also just <laughs> philosophically, if you were to say we're painting the castle pink, I would say that's stupid. It's gothic. Like, yeah, you're right. Gothic doesn't it doesn't go with that architectural style, whereas right. I think it does a bit more with the Disneyland style. But um, I want you know, a it's like, more it's like, it's like putting proud. a station wagon chassis on a Corvette. Like you don't do that. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> but some okay. people do put a Porsche engine into a VW. So there's also that. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. idiots. <laughs> and they're not Imagineers. But that's what's going. That's so that's what's happening. And I, I might okay. here's the, here's the bottom line. I think Disney has forgotten how to make a castle. Nice. Ooh. Shanghai is a disaster. It's a sick burn. They just ruined Hong Kong's by putting all that crap on top of it. And now they have this one that was still kind of good and they're ruining it. So thanks, Disney. Mm, ouch. You're welcome. <laughs> so since we can now get off of my rant. <laughs> Never. But since that castle is so ugly, you might want to not go to the Magic Kingdom the next time you go to Disney World. So what are you going to do when you're not in the park, but you find yourself in Anaheim or Orlando? Hmm. So I divided this up into four categories. One is activities that you can do. Um, The other is entertainment. So activities are things you have to do. Entertainment is more passive things that you can watch other people do. Nightlife and unique drinking and dining. And I put unique because I didn't want to just put like, go see Cirque du Soleil at Disney Springs. Like that's just... It's there's too it's too obvious. So I wanted to do things that are maybe a bit more off the beaten path, not maybe a little bit more surprising, or things that you can do on your own that don't require Disney holding your hand. Okay. Um, I also put it out there to some of the listeners and got some responses. So I'll be reading those at the end. Um, but I thought we could start off by going around and having each of us talk about some of the things that we enjoy doing when we are at a Disney park, but not in the actual park i'll start i was um, hoping you would <laughs> <laughs> mine is not drinking i mean even though that really is what i like to do <laughs> um i i chose to not involve drinking in mine boo, boo. <laughs> someone's lost her way can we get the old taryn back 1000 likes <laughs> i uh <laughs> i actually really like to um go to the disneyland hotel and look in the different lobbies of the different towers. Because oh. you're a creeper. No. <laughs> they have really cool <laughs> things in there. They have a yeah. lot of yeah. old photos. People and Shut up. guests living their lives, not paying attention to anybody. They have... Well, they have shopping for one. There's tons of like old photos of Walt and of yes. Disneyland, like photos that you don't see other places. There's yeah. in the main lobby uh, where you like check in in the main tower. I forget what that one's called. Um, you actually can sit in teacups. They're chairs. They're like they're waiting chairs or teacups, which is adorable. Like from the ride. From the ride. Yeah. Um, well, they're not really from the ride because they're comfortable. Um, <laughs> But <laughs> they don't spin. Or yeah. Can you imagine waiting in line to check in and that friggin' music's playing <laughs> with that high whistle? It always gets me when I'm waiting in line. That I, I don't know, man. It freaks me out. That's probably why you hate that Life-y. movie. I do hate that movie. Um, and then uh, specifically, one of the ones that I really like is uh, the oh. Frontierland lobby of that of that the Frontierland Tower. It has yes. a whole. Um, 
what do they call it? Gosh, I, theme. It's called theme. No, no. The mock-up. The uh, model. It has a okay. whole uh, model scale model of Frontierland, and it has um, the Big Thunder Mountain Railroad and everything. It's so cool. I really like it. Also, at Christmas time, they decorate, and so like the Adventureland Tower is going to have like a Christmas tree, but it's going to have like like big like Indiana Jones looking boxes underneath and stuff. So I don't know. I I think that there's a lot to be seen in the at the hotel lobbies. What's an Indiana Jones style box? Like a crate? Yes. Okay. I didn't know that they have that Frontierland model. I would, I've never gone in the Frontierland Tower, I don't think. I think so I've I like only to... ever stayed in the Frontierland Towers for some reason. But hmm. They also have in between two of the towers, sort of near uh, Trader Sam's, they have, I think it's either like the original fountain work or like an homage to the Rainbow Caverns where it's like the fountains, the colored yeah. fountains. Were. So they have that kind of tucked away in the middle. There's actually a lot to explore in that, in that area, like Trader Sam's. <laughs> yes. Well, there you go. Yeah. Someone asked um, in the chat, Bev, if Sam is just trying to see how much stuff he can cram into the frame. Yeah. Well, he's just he. I we have this conversation every time we record that I like to have a clean background, so I like I make sure the kitchen is clean, and he's just trying to sneak crap in. And he knows it's driving. It's <laughs> absolutely bonkers. Like that's amazing I'm, God bless. I'm gonna kill him <laughs> I would like it if it was like we- like weird objects like suddenly a rubber chicken is on <laughs> your shoulder I'm, you gonna, I'm gonna start buying Sam costumes to wear. see a shoe <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's Oh, let me correct myself because um, I just realized in the chat it's not it's not a model of Frontierland. It's a model of Big Thunder Mountain. Oh yeah, okay, right. And right, then the right. chat is okay. also saying that the Adventureland Tower has a Jungle Cruise one. So that's really cool. Oh. Those are very cool things to go and check out. So iconic attractions from each of those lands they represent. Yep. Neat. Neat. Who's next? Beth, tell me yours. I'll go next. Um, I have a, I have a wish and uh, something I actually like to do. I've always wanted to go to Roscoe's chicken and waffles. Where is that? <laughs> it's in Anaheim. Yeah. Oh, it's not, on, but it's not on property. No, it's not on property. Got but it. It's something while in Anaheim I've always wanted to do while not in the parks. Never done it, but it'll happen. I like how I'll go with you. Bev is, <laughs> is not only on topic, but sort of on brand with talking about food. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> um, and then I'm also going to be on brand because mine is about drinking. There we go. Um, I, I love the bar in. Uh, actually, I like the whole lobby area of the California Grand Californian. It's not the casino. No, which also does have a nice lobby. <laughs> I wouldn't know, but I, there's there's different aspects I like. I think they have a, a good bar. Like it's it's a cool place just to hang out and drink. But also, like I love that they have kids, like little kid rocking chairs, so Abby can sit oh. there and watch a kids movie while Mama mommy gets, gets her get scotch drunk. on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I just think it's a cool place to hang out. It's entertaining for all members of the family. I don't. Are we still allowed to do that though? Like with their new like entrances. I don't you, know. We'll find out, I guess. You just have to have a reservation. I don't mean COVID. I just mean like before. I think you have to have a reservation. Oh, because you, or you can't. Have, or not a reservation. You have to be eating somewhere there. So you just say like, oh, I'm going I'm going to be eating at the bar. Okay. Right. Like, didn't they try to kick us out for that? <laughs> and then yeah. we like, oh, we, no, actually, we're just, uh, we're eating there. I even, like, used, oh, okay. I even used like the, I'm, I'm pregnant. pregnant and it's 125,000 degrees out here. Because they won't, what they're talking about is that they won't let you 
walk through the Grand Californian to get to the parks anymore. So you have to like walk right. around to the entrance and come in. Yeah. Which is, come on, get out of here. Yeah. Whatever. But anyway, that's mine. I like it. Thank you. That's Jason. you, Jason. My turn? Okay. Um, there's a common theme with these. The only really hotels that I've, I've, I've been at besides the Disneyland Hotel is the Grand Californian and the Grand Floridian. Mm. Okay. In the Grand Floridian, when we went, the I did two things, and that's basically it: is uh, drink rosé and go swimming. Oh, so fun! And <laughs> we did uh, tea. Yes, went to the tea. Oh, oh you did the nice. tea. Yeah, we did the tea. That's room. on my list. Awesome. It was cool. I wouldn't. I okay. wouldn't say it was awesome. It was awesome. I mean, awesome. You no, know, it's. I've done tea it's at awesome. other hotels. It's always. It's. Awesome. It's awesome. It's amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, but you know, I don't know if it was worth it, but anyway, it's fine. It was fine. Um, but swimming with a tall boy of yingling lager and a glass full of rosé at 11 o'clock at night is kind of the best thing in the world. It's pretty, because yeah. their pools, I think are 24 hours or they close at midnight or something like that. Pools? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh, you know, 11, 1130, you go to the, uh, cause we did the, um, concierge level. They fill you, uh, basically a, a five gallon bucket full of rosé. <laughs> And then you go out to the pool, crack that tall boy, you're drinking rosé, you're double fisting with rosé and yingling, yeah. and you're sitting in the pool, and you can hear the fireworks, and it feels like I could either be outside of the pool or inside of the pool. Either way, it feels like I'm in water. <laughs> <laughs> it's so humid and disgusting. That's true. It's Florida. That was funny. The other thing, uh, so going to the Grand Californian, the best time I've had at that hotel was going swimming. Hmm. So my point is, go swimming. They do have great pools. Take these times because the pools are clean, heavily chlorinated, but that's to be expected and, and, and accepted, to be honest. But you Well, go, during COVID, you want as much chlorine as possible. <laughs> that's right. It's true. Um, you can get drinks right there that they're ready. People come around. Um, you know, there are a lot of kids there, too. So if you're sort of kid adverse, that might not be the best thing to do. But it is a great way to just relax and soak your, uh, you know, soak your feet. And, uh, you know, that kind of thing. But that's that's what I like to do because it is sort of a different aspect to mm. the Disney destination. Well, and also I- if you're getting drinks while you're there, they, the cast members will come around and take your order and you just scan your, your room key if you're staying at that resort. And you just forget what money <laughs> is. <laughs> like you just sure just, you know what, buy drinks for the whole place. I don't care. <laughs> Bring me all <laughs> the alcohol. Just put it on my tab. Like you forget until you get yeah. your end bill. So. That's what's known as tomorrow's problem. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. Jason, I didn't realize you were so aquatic minded. Oh, I love pools, oh, dude. I love a pool. Best. We almost yeah. we almost put one uh, in in our house, and then uh, we got the quote, and we're like, <laughs> "Yeah, that's not going to happen." Um, it would be like a Ontario's pool with yeah. like dirt all around it. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> Let's get a. You're not uh, gonna like. Yeah, like we could up. afford maybe the pool, maybe, maybe, but nothing else ever. The so. only way we could afford the pool is if we sold the house. So <laughs> we're sort of like. Yeah, yeah anyway. I mean, I've heard that sometimes putting a pool in can cost like $70,000, so it doesn't surprise me. It wasn't that high, but yeah, the, it it, was, they can. I yeah. mean, this was like bottom of the barrel pool, too. Like, who wants bottom of the barrel pool? Like, right. Yeah, it was actually just a barrel. <laughs> yeah. It was. It was actually just a hole <laughs> with water in it. It was actually <laughs> just a, a mud bath. It was actually a man called Barrel. <laughs> Maybe you could just dig a hole 
and put a barrel in it and call it like it could be like a plunge pool. There you know? are um, builds on YouTube where they, you know, you can take like a gal- they're galvanized steel, uh, like uh, watering troughs, essentially for like horses right. and cows and stuff. Like, but that they are a circle and you can make that into a jacuzzi. But you have like a propane tank and a whole thing. I'm like, eh, well, no, we're not. I'm not trying to Just do that. Just get a you, Would you mind hooking the grill up to the trough? I want to go for a dip. <laughs> How long are those dogs going to be ready? <laughs> On a separate but related note, um, my parents are legitimately considering doing this. The They're, trough? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, my geez. dad is, like, 100%. Like, he's like, it's a trough. It's going to be awesome. I'm like, you're going to feel like a cow. Yeah, he'll be like, he'll, he'll be like this. He'll be like, well, I think it's easy. <laughs> So this because he's like half so a lizard person. I don't know if you guys know. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know, but right now it's impossible to get. Um, at least here, it's impossible to get inflatable pools. Mm, yeah, hard. Like they're impossible to find because I guess people are buying them and like selling them online for three times what they're worth. Oh god. Yeah. So we were looking for one for the Fourth of July because it was hot. And honestly, I we looked at tractor supply. We looked at a couple troughs. <laughs> it was the only option available. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just need a body we didn't of water. Buy it, but we thought. About it. <laughs> All right, Jeremy. Oh, well, okay. Well, I'll give you mine, and then we will do the the lightning rounds. I'll give you what we what I came across from the internet and uh, what people fed back to us for the ultimate list oh, of nice. what to okay. do. But mine is something called the Hoop de Doo Review. Which is at Disney's Fort Wilderness Lodge. So this is Disney World. Uh, this is a hilarious, high-speeded, ho- high-spirited hootenanny with unlimited beer, wine, and sangria, as well as amazing ribs, fried chicken, mashed potatoes, and strawberry shortcake. Uh, so basically, it recreates these traveling shows um, from the late 19th century that went around the, the, the frontier in the Midwest and would entertain people in their towns. Um, so it's, it's meant to be like a traveling show. Okay. Um, it harkens back to that. And they sing, you know, uh, this land is your land. They do this. It's a whole thing. And then there's skits and they do Davy Crockett. It's really a lot of um, slapstick humor, but it's, if you could just get your mindset into it, like it's a really, really good time. In fact, I told Miles, friend of the show, Miles to go. Oh, yeah, and yeah, actually yeah. we went at the same, we went to the same one. He and, um, told us this story, actually, yeah. and, and that's why he became a DVC member, <laughs> because he went with you and left there feeling Drunk. real good, <laughs> <laughs> feeling like spending some money. <laughs> yeah, it's dangerous. So, so they feed you and you have unlimited alcohol? Yeah, so it's like a dinner show. But how much does um, this cost? Who cares? I'm sorry, I don't speak well. Who cares? (laughs) Depending on the seat level you get, I think it could go anywhere between like $55 and $85. Worth it. Depending on like where you're Totally worth it. Per person. No. Per person? No. That is 100% worth it. Go to medieval times. Are you kidding me? Get no. out of here. It's better than medieval times, although medieval times is good. Yeah, thank you. Unlimited beer and wine. Oh, I missed that part. You dummy. Unlimited yeah. beer and wine? I'm all in. Unlimited beer and wine, and you get ribs, and you get a show, and all the things. Is it unlimited ribs, yeah. too? How they'll bring you more if you want. If you eat all the ribs, they'll bring you another, and they bring it in like a big metal bucket, and they just slam it down. Oh, see that? $85 worth it. $55 God, for, even better. How much for it's one also, rib? 
It's like going to Olive Garden. Like the the salad there is so good, and the <laughs> cornbread. Oh, you know how restaurants make salad Absolute good? Delight. They put salt on it. Yeah, they salt the huh. lettuce before they before they do anything else. That sounds like genius, right there. It start doing it. But be careful, because if you oversalt it, then you just have a gross salad. Yeah. <laughs> Ask us how we know. <laughs> Hot tips in Petro's kitchen. Yeah, and from Bev's head. Because <laughs> she okay. you got dot, your hair dot. Never mind. Go ahead, Jeremy. Now, I want you guys to jump in. Mine's very, mine is, mine's very Disney World-centric. I hit on Anaheim. We even are going to touch a little bit on Disneyland Paris. But it, there is because Disney World is so huge, there's just a lot to do there outside of the park. So it tends to overpower the story. Okay. One thing you can do is go fishing when you are at Disney World. Did you know that you can go fishing? Can you imagine? No. You can take bass tours. Uh, you go to Disney World, visit, uh, DisneyWorldFishing.com. You can get pole rentals at Fort Wilderness and Port Orleans because it's so much water. There's, there's a Seven Seas Lagoon. There's Bay Lake. Um, so you can stop by the Fort Wilderness Bike Barn for hourly rentals. So you can go fishing for a whole afternoon. You go fi- I'm, I'm sorry. What's the website? I'm going to look it up right now. DisneyWorldFishing.com. <laughs> like, that's cool, but I'm spending, like, at least $300 a day to be. Uh, yeah, but this is a break. So if you want a break. Okay, yeah, you're right. Right, right, so this is like we're going to Disney World for a week, but we only want to buy four-day park hoppers. What are we going to do with the other three days? Okay, so how long is the tour? DisneyWorldFishing.com takes you to the ESPN Wide World of Sports. Oh, maybe they've changed that. Hmm. This is from an article that I wrote. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I went to various places and they listed. I should have checked the link, probably. (laughs) Um, You can do a monorail bar crawl. Oh, oh God. God! Hell yeah! Let's this go. sounds like Jeremy's dream. How many times so have you done this? Oh yeah. <laughs> a lot of people when they go to Epcot drink around the world. You go to each country. You know, you yeah. hit go every country. This is the monorail version of that, which you don't need a park ticket because the monorail is open to the oh, public. Um, so you can go to. So what people do is they start. Well, you can start at any of the monorail resorts. So if you start at the Contemporary Resort, you can go to the Wave. Of flavors, um, you can go to the Outer Rim, which is another uh, place to get drinks there. And then there's the Cal- California Grill Lounge. Okay, not as um, funny as the other two. I got to say, <laughs> no, that one's a little like, not as nah. funny. Okay, then you can hop back on the monorail and head over to Disney's Polynesian Village and have drinks at the Tambu Lounge, which is my favorite place to get a drink in the entire world. Lapu Lapu, get the Lapu Lapu. If you have one of those, you're going to have a, a good time. Good time. Um, but now you can go downstairs from the Tambu Lounge and go to our version of Trader Sam's. Um, and then you can hop back on the monorail and you can go over to the Grand Floridian and have drinks at Enchanted Rose, I think. Yeah, the Enchanted Rose. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Steakhouse 55 Lounge or something like that. That's Disneyland. That's, that's a Disney World land. But I think it's 55. the same thing. Uh, Eric just wrote a thing on it a couple months ago. I mean, all of this sounds amazing. Like, yeah. I would go to any and every one of those bars. This actually gives I mean, you a reason to not get five day passes. This gives me a reason <laughs> to go to Disney World and not go to Disney World. Yeah. <laughs> There's seriously so much to do there without going to those damn parks. Yeah, you could save so much money. <laughs> I don't you could like go people. for like seven days and only go to the parks for like four. Yeah. And you'd right. be fine. Go there for like one day. Keeping in mind that staying at these resorts are like $600 a night. <laughs> yeah, right. that's true. 
This is another one that you can do at most of the Disney resorts in Disney World, and that is explore on a Surrey bike, which is a bike that can hold four people, um, and you all pedal, Dorks. and they go around. So I've, you'll see this a lot at the Boardwalk. That's where they're probably the most popular, but you can also get them at Port Orleans, the Wilderness Lodge. A lot of the moderate and deluxe resorts have them, uh, and you just they go around and you ride in them. Yes, Bev, I believe you have your hand up. I do. Um, I'm curious. <laughs> I believe you have your hand up. <laughs> and, and I'm not trying to be a fatty here because I'm, I'm trying to be, I'm living my best fitness life. Mm-hmm. But are these bikes motorized? Because Sam and I <laughs> rented bikes in the deep south in the summer, and it was horrifying. So... I'm, I'm, guess, I'm guessing like they're that. not. It is a like, little... Are they like mopeds? No. So this basically no, looks you all like... Pedal, Bev. <laughs> The man literally looks like said, a, "It looks like a golf cart with no motor." <laughs> and instead, <laughs> Beverly, instead pedals. Stop it! Oh, we're gonna have to put a beep. I have in. to edit this now. <laughs> Thanks. Now I have to do work. What you I apologize. I Bev apologize. said the f word. <laughs> Jeez. And this is a family podcast. It is, and I'm very sorry. But she was that exact. I deeply regret my word choices, but I stand behind them. My outburst is not reflective of who I am as a person. <laughs> um, I feel like uh, it's kind of a nerdy, like, I don't know, I would just scream nerds at everybody. You would scream nerds at everyone? Yeah, who was like riding the bike. Oh, I thought you were going to get on the bike and then scream nerds. <laughs> the chat says uh, says that they should be reserved for Dapper Dan's only, <laughs> and that's true. This would be me. Jeremy's like, oh my god. This is what like is that. This re- of the nerds. This reminds me of of the the canoe ride where it's like I bet it's really fun, but also oh, like is it good worth parallel? Is it worth doing <clears throat> the work? Terrence parallel parking. Everybody, watch out! <laughs> I'm a really good parallel parker. Yeah, whatever. I love that canoe. I do too. So maybe the bikes would be fine. I, do I don't too. know. The chat also it's, had a good idea, Bev. Sorry. Like you don't actually I have to pedal. <laughs> Just let everyone else pedal. <laughs> Yeah, but... See, the, the thing about bikes is you could just rest your feet on the pedals. And so as the pedals go up and down, your legs go up and down, so it looks like you're actually working until everyone else does it, and then you're and just... And then you're not, just... No, and the bike's not backwards. moving. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Here's another interesting one. You can visit Cinderella's horses. The white horses that are used to pull Cinderella's carriage reside at the Tri-Circle D Ranch at Disney's Fort Wilderness Campground. While you're at the Fort Wilderness Campground, you can actually ride ponies, take a carriage ride, and also learn archery, among other activities. So if you – and that's also where you can see the Hoopty-Doo review. So here's my advice. If you have a, an afternoon and an evening to kill, go learn archery, ride a horse, visit Cinderella's ponies, and then – Finish it off by going over to the Hoop to Do review. And if you get to the Hoop to Do review early, go next door to Crack It's Bar and have a couple beers. Christ. Nice. You know, honestly, this that sounds awesome. This sort of more for the case <laughs> of like staying on property, but like the lower level hotels. Yeah. And then yeah. and then not buying park tickets for like two days, but then staying at like the Poly. Yeah, for the rest of the time. For yeah. the rest of the time. So you kind of you, you offset the, the, the spend of 
the hotel mm-hmm. and you can go out and do all this other stuff. But that, you're still on vacation. But you're still on vacation. And you don't have to worry about, well, we're wasting half a day. I kind of love this idea. Yeah, I actually of, like that Of a lot. like making the resort part of the reason you're going. It's the destination. The des- make it the destination. Right, yes, right. it's about the destination, yeah. not the journey. Wait. Shoot. <laughs> Taryn. I think you did that wrong. It's not like we've been doing this show for five years. I know. I'm sorry. I was. A, it was Taryn a, said the S a, word. It was a Bev moment. <laughs> We're on a roll. <laughs> Call you both. Uh, <sighs> there's two more under activities that I found. One is to take a culinary tour at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. I didn't realize you could do this, but you can take a cookie decorating class. What? There's wine tasting offer it, offered at the restaurant Jico. And there's a full culinary tour Jesus at Co. Boma restaurants offered daily. That's oh. awesome. A wine ta- is is the wine tasting free? I, he not. asks knowing no. the answer yeah, after no. he asked it. <laughs> no, that's not. It's not free. No. Um, I think the tour is complimentary if you're a resort guest. Okay. Um, but the wine, t- any the wine tasting and the cookie decorating, I believe that those are uh, an additional fee. A G-code. Cookie decorating sounds really fun. It actually does sound kind of fun. I bet it's so cool at yeah. Christmas time, too. No, it yeah. doesn't say how much it is. Hmm. I, I, Jeremy, you're you're really coming through with this, with the, yeah, with this you're, topic. You're making... like, I really want to go. <laughs> it's almost like you, you, did, you did work. Well, I don't want to get COVID, so, I mean, it's going to be a while. Now, but, uh, no, stop. <laughs> no, 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 go back. I have another one. Wait, okay. it, are you doing something, Jason? Or? I'm, I'm looking at. I'm trying to oh. find the uh, the pricing for the wine tasting, even though it's they don't they're not doing it right now, which is why. Just ask concierge after, and you can. Yeah, yeah that's a good idea. Ask concierge. All right, go ahead, please. So this is one that I like. This might be a little personal, or it might not appeal to everyone. <laughs> this involves getting off of park property. Okay. I like to go shopping at the Orlando and the Anaheim outlet malls. Ah! Oh, <laughs> no, I don't know. I think that's great. Outlet love, malls are awesome. I love an outlet uh, mall, dude. This is your. This is the right crowd to say you like. <laughs> yeah. That's where I get I all love my, an outlet uh, mall, and I li- where I live, where there aren't any within any closer than an hour drive, mm. and a lot of people where I live don't even have a car including me. So for me to go to Anaheim or to go to Orlando and be able to Uber 10 minutes to an, an outlet mall, I'm like that, like that's, that's happening. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. That's, that's where a good I, idea. That's where I got all my um, track suits. Is that mm-hmm. the outlet mall out here? Vacaville. <laughs> Dude, go right after Christmas. Everything yeah. has like the biggest sale ever. Taryn bought a coach bag for like 75% off. It was amazing. There you the go. worst well, decision I've ever made in my life was going to the outlets on Black Friday. I got there at midnight. Oh, God. Wow. It was horrible. Even I bet just, you ran into some so really fun. cool people. Even just hearing it stinks. Yeah. Oh, I was like 25. It didn't matter. Whatever. Yeah. But <laughs> it was it was an experience, and I'll never do it again. <laughs> Fair. Well, I also frequently will forget one or two things when I get there. Like, I for- oh, forgot my sunglasses. Oh, I forgot my bathing suit. So it's like, mm, I don't want to spend a lot, but I need something. So pop over to the outlet. Nice. Um, and then we have some feedback. So Karina wrote and said the Lego store at Disney Springs. Oh, okay. Um, and of course, there is also one at Downtown Disney. And sh- uh, the the additional piece of information here is that um, there's an open 
play area. So your kids, if they like Legos, could sit in there and play with the Legos for a while. It's, it's, it's nice. an activity for them. So not just shopping, but they can actually do something there. Cool. And then I have another follower who's also a friend of mine. And his wise remark was simply go to Universal. Oh, well, yeah. So, um, oh, Sam's one of your followers? <laughs> hey, there's Harry Potter there. I support it. Yeah. Oh, and okay, so there's a Bob shit? Marley restaurant there, by the way, which is amazing. The Bob Marley restaurant is legit. We talked about it on our sort of like recap from our Disney World trip, but because uh, we went to Universal, obviously. And we had they have these jerk chicken wings, and we had three orders of them. Yep. And the whole time, <laughs> and it's like this really cool sort of like outdoor communal sort of like dining space i think the whole anyway um but the bar sort of offset from the like the center square which is all outdoors anyway it's weird but on the tvs they're just playing live bob marley uh concert footage and i have a huge bob marley head i love bob marley so much and it was just really cool to just sit and have nothing to do Mm -hmm. nowhere to go nowhere to be no fast pass no nothing yep just sit and get disgustingly sick off of wings. Yeah, it was it was amazing, and the drinks were great. Like it, the wings were overpriced, though it was twelve when, bucks. It was not, yeah, when, but they were great. When you first walk uh, in, you're kind of like, I'm going to a Bob Marley restaurant. Like this has got to be terrible, but it was so great. I fun. highly recommend. It's a good time. Universal. So let's shift gears. <gasps> Ooh. Oh, what are we? The car? Entertainment. Okay. Ah. This is now all those are the things where stuff we have got to do, right? Like we've got to ride the horse, we got to bake the cookie. Somebody else, I want somebody else to do something now. So now we're going to head over to Disney's Port Orleans Riverside Resort in the evenings and head to the River Roost Lounge for the musical stylings of Yeehaw Bob. Oh, yeehaw! I love it. I just, I, I, that's Sam. That's, that's going to be Sam soon. I mean, his retirement package is going to be replacing Yeehaw Bob. With uh, Yeehaw, say he could do it. Yeehaw, you really could. We'll sell our business, and that's his retirement plan. Yeehaw Bob's piano and singing repertoire includes Disney standards and songbook classics. Take a listen to a bit of Yeehaw Bob here, oh. number one. Oh. Well, it's like a spectra time. I know. It's exciting. I can't get away. (laughs) (laughs) I hate it. Well, I can't remember if I cried when I read about his widowed bride. Something touched me deep inside the day the music died. Sarah, Sarah, sitting on the shed house door. That's a shed, S-H-E-D. Sit right back in that rocket chair, I'll show you how it's done. Find a month to jump around. Jumps in house to the rising sun. Biggin' a bread pit, spinning a dough. Mom did it a bite, no chattel. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Bob. I I think Sam has too much, I don't know, something to not be able to do at that level. So 
say what you will about Bob, his piano skills are A plus. Yeah. He's amazing. There's a lot of audience participation. He sounds a little like Harry Carey. <laughs> a little bit <laughs> like uh-huh. Harry Carey. Yes. <laughs> Hey. If the moon was made of blockchain, blockchain. Hey, if you could be a cord, what cord would you be? <laughs> if you could be a yeah, key, if you could be a scale, a right? If you could be a scale, what scale would you be? I'd be Mixolydian scale. <laughs> he just he arranges the songs to work to fit him to fit his skill set. That's fine. Him. People sing along and the whole thing. It's fantastic. Great. It's a really Love good it. time, and you can get drunk. Now, along these lines, yes. if you happen to find yourself at Disneyland Paris and are looking for something to do outside of that park, as I have on occasion, a favorite of mine is heading to their beautiful Cafe Fantasia in the Disneyland Paris Hotel for a cocktail. And on select nights, you will hear the piano stylings of Heis van Winkelhoff. Oh. Now, he is an amazingly talented pianist from the Netherlands. He knows a seemingly endless number of contemporary and Disney music, and he's able to play it all by ear. He doesn't use music. See, that's Sam. That is Sam. I'm telling you guys. Sam can read music, but he also can just play by ear. He's insane. He's an amazing, insane person. You can basically name a song, and if he's heard it, he can pretty much play it. And for those of you who aren't going to find yourself in Paris anytime soon, fear not. (laughs) He's been quite active on social media, entertaining us all throughout COVID-19. Take a listen to Heist play his piano here, number two. Tomorrow's just a dream away. No. Well, he's all distorted, so he sucks. What do you mean he's distorted? I don't know. It sounded like uh, too too it was like too high. Anyway, um, he was great. What songs were they? Uh, the first one was Soren. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, and then in there was "Celebrate the Future" hand in hand from Epcot, That's and the third I- was "Happily Ever After" from the Magic Kingdom, which I was playing earlier before we started recording on my recorder. Oh. Um, if you want to follow him, you can find him on Instagram at Heis, Van, Heis V. Winkelhoff. It's spelled G-I-J-S-V-W-I-N-K-E-L-H-O-F. Follow him. You will be entertained endlessly. He's got stories. He's got new videos every day almost. Wow. That was, um, that was cool. Also, that's shift- quite a name. Just oh, saying. it's a name. I found him. (laughs) Uh, And following. 
he uh, he actually followed ears up on Twitter today because I oh. was chatting with him. Ooh. I asked him if it would be okay to play his music on here. Oh. Um, and then he said, well, I'll follow. Oh, that's nice. nice. Yes, it is nice. Let's shift back over to Florida. And if you are a huge jock such as myself, you will probably <laughs> want to go to the ESPN Club at the Boardwalk Hotel. Um, I have spent many a Sunday afternoon here watching football and watching my fantasy team get absolutely crushed. Uh, but it's a great place a if job. you are there. There's a game on, the, uh, you know, if you're a basketball fan for whatever playoffs, great place to go and watch. It's huge. Eat some uh, bad food and have fun there. Love it. And also, if you are at a Disney resort that is on the monorail line or the Wilderness Lodge, you can watch the predecessor to the Main Street Electrical Parade. It's an electrical parade on water. Disney's electrical water pageant makes the rounds around Bay Lake and the Seven Seas Lagoon every night. It performs for all the hotel guests. That is free. Um, and then a few people have written in. Eric Michael says, I enjoy watching the fireworks from outside the parks. Good places are the Grand Floridian Marina, the beach at the Polynesian Village, the Yacht Club Balcony. Um, and Aaron says you can do a fireworks boat ride on the lagoon. So they offer a oh. like a, a fireworks cruise. That's nice. Have uh, some drinks some, or dessert and go around and watch the fireworks from the water. It, Vince writes in and says, when I lived in San Diego, we used to drive up and spend the afternoon at downtown Disney in Anaheim and then have dinner and then catch a ride over to watch either an Angels or an Anaheim Ducks game. It's hmm. a good idea. So you can branch off, of, you know, you can work Disney into just your general Anaheim trip. Cool. I like that. Now let's talk about what happens when the sun goes down. Hell yeah. You can go to Kimono's, which is a Japanese sushi restaurant that offers karaoke every night at the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin Hotel. Uh, The sushi there is amazing, but also you you get to hear people sing. So that's just You get to hear Jeremy from Spectra Radio sing <laughs> very frequently yes i hate karaoke oh it's so fun i hate it too it's the worst thing ever it makes me so uncomfortable just to watch i don't yeah. part- i never participate but like just to watch it makes me so uncomfortable <laughs> honestly i absolutely hated it and until um i was at, i was forced into it in japan and i have a whole new appreciation for it now and i actually think it's very fun and cute and who cares if you can sing? I mean, that's not the point. The point is to just get drunk and have no, fun. No, but it's, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh, see, I love it so much. Like, I'm always like, can I put my name in now? Can I put my name in now? <laughs> <laughs> What's your song? What's your go-to song, Jared? The number one oh, song. God, who let the dogs one. out? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it's, uh, oh, it's an Elvis song. What is it? Oh, uh, Jesus. Wow. Is it suspicious minds? Is it you'll never walk alone? Oh, a suspicious mind? That's a good one. Yeah. That's my go to. Nice. Um, but you can take a quick walk over to the Boardwalk Hotel and go to the Atlantic Dance Hall, which is a video dance club that plays pop music from the 90s and the 2000s with a big video screen. And it's basically like a really big bar mitzvah. 
um or a wedding like it's a wedding like it's like line dancing like cha-cha slide you know oh, like all that. of that so much it's just the greatest place oh, on earth i would go there oh heck yeah but if you don't want to do the dancing you can walk across the boardwalk a few steps away is the jelly rolls dueling piano bar for a $15 cover, you can go in and watch two guys duel pianos and sing and drink beer. It's great. That's fun. Aaron writes in and says he enjoys relaxing night strolls around downtown celebration and hanging at the bar of the tavern. Um, and also, this is sort of what to what Jason was saying before. Aaron also enjoys um, – he's a fan of resort hopping the 24-hour hot tubs with drinks. Nice. That's so, what you do. I guess it's – that's what you do. <laughs> hot tub crawl, which I've never done. <laughs> Sounds dirty. The, the people soup. <laughs> people soup. <laughs> Ew. I love it. Well, that brings us to our final category of things to do. Unique drinking and dining opportunities. Um, we already have mentioned the first one, which is the princess tea at the Grand Floridian. And they do two teas there. They do the princess themed one in the morning and then they do a traditional tea in the afternoon. It sounds mm. like you guys did the traditional. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that happens at the Garden View Tea Room at the Grand Floridian. Here's one. Where to get a Dole Whip when you're not in the park? No. Don't just don't do one. It's possible. No, but it, it, can, should, it can, should be impossible. You can get it at the Disneyland Hotel with rum. Ex- that's exactly right. At Disneyland's ho- the Disneyland Hotel's Tangaroa Terrace, you can get a pineapple Dole Whip, either regular style like in the park I mean. or with rum. Um, over on the East Coast in Disney World, you can satisfy your slushy pineapple craving by heading to the Pineapple Lanai at Disney's Polynesian Village. You can also pick up one at Pop Century Resort. And you, if you happen to be at Disney Springs, you can get one at the Marketplace Snacks Kiosk. So Dole Whips, you could do a Dole Whip uh, excursion and get a Dole Whip without even going into the park. I mean, it'd be a waste of a day, but go for it. <laughs> I, I don't. I never get one, but when I taste them, I do. I enjoy it. Really? Mm-hmm. I, I get them because I want to enjoy it, and then I take a bite, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that thing, I forgot. It's gross. Yeah, I feel like if, if, if <laughs> you if, still keep getting them. If I would have known that, Jeremy, I don't think I would ever invite you on the show. <laughs> so you still, Taryn, you still get them, even though you've got this one over here, like, no, probably not. I probably haven't done it since he allows that. <laughs> I'll let her do. I'll look. I will let her make whatever mistake she wants to make. <laughs> I am curious um, though about the the Dole Whip that has like the juice in it, like where they put the pineapple juice on top of it. That one seems like it might rum? not be as bad. Well, yeah, obviously not the one at Disneyland, the rum okay. one. Bring I'm curious about it. It might not be bad. I might try to make a homemade Dole Whip now that it's summertime. Go to Pinterest. They're everywhere. Oh. Yeah, that makes sense. It's never going to be good. It's never going to be as good. It's going to just be uh, blended ice and pineapple juice. It's not going <laughs> to Well, Thanks, if you, if you have a soft serve machine, like they sell like soft serve machines, then you could totally make it. Oh, what if you buy a soft serve machine? Machine. <laughs> Can you imagine buying a sock and you pull one Dole Whip, maybe two, and you're like, oh, 
I gotta clean this thing out. <laughs> it's like yeah. your milkshake makers. Yeah, yeah, we have two of them. Um, they had a Dole Whip machine in Hawaii when we went, and not at, not even at the res- the Disney Resort, but like just in Hawaii. It was the ABC store. Oh, the ABC the, store, yeah. The block in. Uh, well, I did mean to mention that you can get them at Alani, and you can also get them at Disney Vacation Club at the, their Hilton Head Island Resort as well. You can oh, get them there. Nice. Um, but let's move on from this topic because obviously it's uh, divisive to say the least. <laughs> yeah. Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin Hotel each year. Now, this is not something you can do every day of the year. You can do it two days of the year, but it's a nice event that takes place there is the Food and Wine Classic. It happens for two nights each year in the fall. The restaurants of the Swan and Dolphin Resort, along with wineries from around the globe, come together for a food and wine event featuring food samplings from around the resort, along with live music and a festive atmosphere. Chef Todd English makes his appearance each year because he has a restaurant at the hotel. His Todd English's Blue Zoo Seafood Restaurant. Also on display are Shula's Steakhouse and New York Trattoria Il Molino, among others. It's a lovely night of food, wine, and uh, merriment. Sounds lovely. <laughs> uh, from Eric, he writes in, uh, I think we know who Eric is from the Supreme Resort. <laughs> He enjoys having a late night drink in a relaxing location like the patio of Dahlia's atop the Grand Destino Tower or outside of Trader Sam's. Sounds very bougie. Mercina writes in saying, we like to enjoy a few evening drinks and apps at the Wilderness Lodge outdoor bar lounge while watching the nighttime electrical water pageant and the Magic Kingdom fireworks. And the bar that she's referring to is the Lakeside Open Air bar called geyser point which opened mm, five or six years ago there jen writes in and says you know i love tambu lounge (laughs) in dl i really love drinking at ballast point and then overspending at world of disney (laughs) i think she means overspending at ballast point and then really overspending (laughs) (laughs) and libby writes in to buttress my earlier point sushi at kimono's before waltzing down the boardwalk and into the International Gateway to go to Epcot. So nice. She can't quite tear herself out of the park. She didn't <laughs> no, get, I guess whole not. Question. <laughs> yeah. So that is my list of things to do at the parks when you aren't in the parks. That was excellent. Very good, Jer. Yeah. It really and was. It made the... me like want to go to Florida more. Me too, and not for the parks at all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> branch out well if you want the full comprehensive list it should be posted on spectroradio.us um probably before this show is posted so <laughs> <laughs> Dang. well hopefully you will link Stick to burn. this show from your website Jeremy. well no i mean usually it's like we you, you don't post no, it right away like I a know. day or two so. but i mean ho- hopefully you'll go back and backlink when i do well, get yeah. it oh of course you want to do some news you guys Sure. I got a little bit of Disney news, and then we'll go. We'll we'll go. We've already been an hour and a half. March in the past, present, and it's future normal. with all the news that yeah you haven't been cover. here. It's the years of it got Disney fixed. news. It's the Hoopty Who review. All right, <laughs> stop. Okay. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> oh, I thought it was ending. No. I got excited. Uh, never ending. 
Uh, so I think we've talked about this. I know we talked about it, Jeremy, on uh, Ears Up in Depth a couple apps ago. But um, you know they're going to post or they're going to start doing uh, NBA and MLS, which is Major League Soccer, at oh. the uh, Orlando parks in the ESPN. You know whatever it is, right? Cool. Yes. Yeah. At ESPN Wide World of Sports. There you go. The Whereas- wide. Jocks go to pick up our race packets for <laughs> Princess Half. Nice. That's right. That's right. So you're all too familiar with this area of the park. Um, but mm. apparently uh, there's an MLS uh, t- a tournament that kicks off next week, or maybe it's this week. This is a little bit old. This is from the first, so it's kicking off this week. Um, and the NBA is slated to arrive later this month. Disney World is already home to a fresh coronavirus cluster. Yay! <laughs> it is, it's a cluster? Yeah, almost immediately upon arrival, six Dallas players tested positive at the Central Florida Resort bubble. So apparently they come in, they're in a bubble, they get tested, and then they get released into the resort, is what I'm assuming is happening. And so uh, the Dallas club has actually withdrawn. I, I, what I've read, the count was like 10 people from the Dallas club have tested Jeez. positive. And so Dallas has pulled out of the tournament. Um, and you know, allowing that to uh, you know to go on. Um, in a press release, MLS trumpeted its handling of the outbreak, noticing that the players in question had been quickly quarantined with remote health monitoring arranged for each man. Uh, apparently, uh, they're just a little bit uh, you know freaked out about it. Here's the important part, which seems to have gotten lost in the league's self-congratulatory wash: only two of the six players tested positive on the day of the squad's arrival. The remaining four people spent two days among the hotel's general population, so they were bound to a particular floor, right? So uh, apparently, these teams have rented out the floors, right? But right. They're out of quarantine, so they're, they can bounce around the floors and do whatever, but they just can't leave the floor. Um, in relatively close quarters with teammates. So uh, this article says, put in practical terms, over the next few days, more positive tests are likely to emerge in and around Disney's Swan and Dolphin Resort Complex. So that's where I get the, the tin from. So when the, the team arrived, <laughs> when the team arrived, only two people tested positive. And then a few days later, another eight. Dang. So this is sort of speaks to the asymptomatic spread that you know we've sort of been talking about it, uh, you know, forever. But um, well, I want to know if people there. I want photos. Are people wearing masks at the Swalfin or not? At the Swalfin? <laughs> yeah. Is that what it's called? Is that what the hip people call it? Well, if you're cool, you know. Swalfin, Swan and Dolphin. It's cool, a poor man job. If you're cool or drunk. <laughs> yeah, I want to know if. Uh, are they, are they requiring masks in there? I don't know. I I, I don't know that. The only uh, sort of like sport um, reference that I have is watching Premier League soccer, where all the none, none of the players have masks, but the refs and the and uh, some of the coaches do. But a lot of the like the treatment staff, the medical staff, when they come onto the field for whatever, uh, they have masks on. So um, I don't know. Well, but I, I also imagine they're getting tested daily or every other day or at least weekly. Well, I want to know if they're wearing – if people are be required to ma- wear masks in the public areas of the Swalfin. Like if you are in a lobby, if you're in the elevator, are you, do you have to have a mask on? Well, you should. I, I, I mean is, this, is the Swalfin open to the public? I mean if they have NBA teams staying there, buying out the floors, 
I can imagine that that maybe that that resort is sort of just for players. Hmm. Oh well, it sounded know. to me like you said that they have certain floors they're reserved, and that there's yeah. but they're amongst the general population. They're and, they're amongst other teammates. Oh uh, yeah. So the ones that were tested weren't necessarily symptomatic. They, you think they're just testing everybody? I guess. Yeah. It sounds like when they when they come in to the resort, everybody gets tested. So these people and then tested again. Apparently, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird timeline. Speaking of uh, again, the bubble at the resort, NBA players are going to receive access to unreleased Disney movies <laughs> while they're hanging what? out in the COVID bubble. Yeah, the NBA is putting the finishing touches on its return to play plan, which in the remainder of the season will be played in a bubble at Disney World. As Disney does is wow, as Disney. <laughs> does its best to accommodate the league. They're offering some sweet perks to players and their families. I guess it makes sense if you're yeah. you're uh, you know a, a child or a spouse of an NBA player that's going to be there for I don't know a couple months, I don't know who knows. Um, one of those perks according to Yahoo Sports uh, Kevin Smith is giving players and their families access to unreleased Disney films. Here's the tweet. Per Walt Disney World sources, Disney will make movies available for players and their families. This is likely to include movies that have not been released to the general public, including the Marvel's uh, Black Widow, which is oh, the new wow. Scarlett Johansson, John. Yeah, for sure. Uh, 22 teams invited to Orlando will begin mandated workouts on July 1st, so it's a little bit late. Which films are ready for early release is not clear, but Disney sounds like it's pulling out all the stops to entertain the players and their families during their stay. Hey, LeBron, how'd you like Maleficent 3? <laughs> Spoiler alert, she's rude, but you kind of love her. <laughs> Brian in the chat says that uh, they also brought in extra large beds for the NBA players. <laughs> I mean, I can imagine. I hope that that's true. Yeah. Because they need them. I would probably feel short <laughs> Which in is that weird. area. Uh, you know, not to Scottie Pippen, I guess, but he doesn't play anymore. <laughs> Um, so here's a follow-up for a story from a story that we've talked about a couple times on this show. A federal judge ruled in favor of Walt Disney World in an ongoing court case where a, dis- a disability advocate sued the company so that her son, who has autism, could earn immediate access to rides at the theme park. We've had great discussions about this. I know. And I, I think th- mostly on The Secret Show. <laughs> yeah, and I think the general consensus was... What else can Disney do? Right. You have a time that's slotted to return. If your child can't handle that, I'm very sorry, but like, what can they do? Yeah. You can't, can't, do you can't shut down the park for Well, because one they had a system, but then that system was taken advantage of, so they had to tighten the reins or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. Got to tighten the reins, man. Um, so here's a, 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 a timeline real fast. In 2014, Donna Lorman, president of the Autism Society of Greater Orlando, sued Disney, saying she wanted 10 passes to the Magic Kingdom for her son, who has autism, to ride his favorite rides. With these passes, her son should be able to go right into the Fast Pass line. The Orlando Sentinel said otherwise her son had to get an advance reservation to come back later. The extra waiting was hard for her son, who didn't understand the concept of time, his mother said, accusing the parks of not accommodating his disability, which is incorrect already because they did accommodate 
you don't have to wait in line. What you do on your own time, I'm assuming that your 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 child's day is not full of activities nonstop. There has to be a break right. at some point. So how do you deal with that otherwise? Disney can't solve everybody's problem as much right. as we pay them to do it. Uh, right. but, but Disney argued it isn't required to provide unlimited front-of-line passes for every ride under the Americans with Disabilities Act. Otherwise, the general public and the standby lines would have to wait longer. Uh, U.S. District, District Judge Ann Conway agreed with Disney, saying the mother's request was unreasonable. Requiring the modification based on the history of the former system would lead to fraud and overuse, lengthen wait time significantly for non-disabled guests, and fundamentally alter Disney's business model. And uh, uh, that's correct. So this person lost. And, uh, you know, I, I, I mean, I tend to agree. Like you said, we've talked about it before. I, what else are they going to do? They can't do everything for everybody. They can't. Right. I mean, it, it, it's kind of like the food thing. Like, okay, you go to the park and you're vegan and you have three food allergies. Well, then you're going to have to bring your own food. Yeah. And they allow you to do that. Right. Uh, Mickey's uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Why is everything complicated to say? Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. I don't like that. I don't really like it mm. either. It sounds hard. To I say. don't think I like the ride. I haven't even been on it. So. I don't like the. I don't like the <laughs> name. The runaway ra- because you know you say it too fast. You sound drunk. Uh, Mickey and Minnie's <laughs> Runaway Railway is the newest attraction at Disney uh, Hollywood Studios, but after being open for less than two weeks, Walt Disney World closed due to the coronavirus pandemic, of course, which I've never heard of, but I should look at that a little bit more. Uh, now the Walt Disney World theme parks are set to reopen starting uh, July 11th with Magic Kingdom Park and Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park and July 15th. So apparently, is July so? Is it now open just for cast member previews? I think that's what it is. Right? No, Jeremy said two parks are open. I know, but this article saying starts July 11th. Today's the ninth. Right, and you, but I said Hollywood Studios is not open today. Yeah, that's the one that opens on later. the 11th. Right, but this person is saying starting July 11th with Magic Kingdom and Disney's Animal Kingdom. Well. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It's there so was a cast member preview, but no. Oh, so this week it was. I think there was a cast member preview. And then there was AP preview. Ugh. Oh yeah, today was AP preview. I think Ugh. it opens right, to the but full I mean, to me, that's open. The... Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's right. enough people. It it yeah. Right. Their their website yeah. is open Saturday, July 11th to everyone. Okay, perfect. Well, we got that squared away. I feel better about that now. The the right. attraction, which uses the same ride system as Star Wars: Rise of the Resistance but apparently it doesn't close down as often. Uh, features Mickey and Minnie on an adventure to have the perfect picnic when Goofy comes along and things don't go quite as planned, um, yada, yada, yada. Here's the point of the story. Uh, the first iconic sound that you might recognize while on the ride comes from, and this is spoiler alert, so if you really care about this ride, um, I'm sorry. Um, The first sound you might recognize while on the ride comes from Goofy's train whistle, which happens to be the same whistle from the Walt Disney animated classic cartoon Steamboat Willie. Charita Carter, a Walt Disney Imagineer, said of the whistle and some of the other sounds in the ride, quote, as a design team, we were able to use sound effect equipment and tools from the Walt Disney archives to create some of the sounds you hear throughout the attraction. So I thought that was really cool and mainly why I was reading this article, uh, because they're using objects from the, the, the archives and sound clips from the archives to like replicate these sounds of this classic Mickey Minnie. Because what are they saying? It's like the first Mickey Mouse it's the first ride. ride, right? It's first, Yeah. 
that he's been in. I thought it was kind of cool. Walt Disney Imagineer Kevin Rafferty, who led the team for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, said that some of the sounds were created by Jimmy McDonald, who was the original Foley artist for Walt Disney Animation. While working on the attraction, Rafferty and his team trekked to the archives to dig up some of old McDonald's contraptions to create the sounds you hear in the background (laughs) of Mickey's Runaway Railway. We knew early on... We wanted to ride to be based on a song. So Christopher Wills, who you wrote the attraction, earworm <laughs> of a song. Oh wow. Works on this for Mickey Mouse cartoon. Anyway. Um, I'm done. Thanks, man. <laughs> anyway, I thought that was cool. So when you ride that ride, you can think about the Foley artists and, and sort of they're, they're dipping into uh, the past to make the present sound cool. That's cool. Yeah. As much as crap as we've talked about, uh, why are they CG animating? When, I want to back to hand drawn animation. Like, I don't know. I think it's kind of neat. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. All right. Let's. Uh, we're done, right? We're done. Yeah. I think we're done. We did good. Wow. How time flies. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I need to. I need to fix my uh, soundboard. Anyway, um, thanks, everybody, for uh, listening. Thank you, Jeremy, for all your hard work. I really appreciate that. It was a good show. Very good. Thanks. Loved it. Loved doing it. I'm looking forward to going to uh, Florida in four years after the (sighs) nuclear fallout. from. That's the only way we're going to get rid of anything. Three years. Wipe it it off. We're still going on my 40th. Yeah, and uh, thank you to the Walt Disney World family or the Walt Disney Family Museum and Tracy Timmer for uh, talking to us a little bit about how they're going to celebrate Disneyland's 65th anniversary on July 17th. So go to WaltDisney.org, follow them on social media, get all the updates, sign up for their newsletter, all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, It's a good time. It sounds really great. And thank you, of course, to the 21st Amendment. Do not forget to ask for the 21st Amendment beers wherever you find good craft beer. Like DCA, hopefully. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, uh, thanks a lot, everybody. And until next time, we'll see you in the parks.